Hey everybody, you're listening to 360, the podcast for listeners who mutually seek to be heard and understood. Um, today I'm joined by a special guest, Sierra Lamore, and we wanted to talk to you guys about closure today. I did a little poll on Twitter, and I think I'm going to try something new. So every week I'm going to post uh, questions, potential episode topics, and let you all vote to see which episode you would like to hear. And after I post the results... I'll send you guys, you know, more tweets um, to get some more responses from you guys to hear exactly what you guys want us to talk about. Just a little bit more um, listener interaction, because that will help the show immensely. So you guys wanted to hear about closure and who better to talk about closure than my ex-girlfriend? <laughs> Tell the people who you are, Sierra. Hey, y'all. Um, I'm Sierra, owner of Love Sacred Roots. And uh, me and Josh dated for about two years. Two years, two and a half, something two and a half, like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, going on our third year. Time isn't real to us. Nope, it's a human concept. And um, we just decided that, you know... Enough is enough. Yeah, time to close the chapter, time to move on. So, what great way to give advice on other people trying to seek closure in their relationship. Yeah, we know a lot of people, at least a few people, who are going through the same situation that we're going through. And it's tough. We understand it's tough. Um, and we catch it from both ends because just as much as we like confuse each other, yeah. we still communicate with each other. So I know how you feel and you know how I feel. Yeah. So I think that it's kind of easy for us to talk about it. And hopefully somebody listens to it. And hears us yeah. and realizes that, like, it's a necessary but a, a tough but necessary position to be in, especially when you've just definitely. had enough. Yeah, definitely. Especially if every all the signs are just telling you, like, just walk away. When it gets heavier and you stop having fun and you stop thinking about things to talk about, it's kind of like... Being on a dead horse, you know, it's yeah. not going to keep moving. If you're walking on eggshells, if you yeah, don't know if you should send that text, if you... Oh, yeah. If you get angry when you see him on social media. <laughs> you get angry when you see me tweeting? Sometimes you say dumb shit, yeah. I mean, you be saying dumb shit, too. Leave me alone. <laughs> you can get angry when you see me on social media? <laughs> nah, I don't. I don't. Because you know what I did a year ago? Like, my version of closure was less uh interactive with you yeah. my version of closure when we initially broke up a year ago was i don't need to see her like i'm gonna just let sleeping dogs lie i don't need to see her and it was even wilder because we were living together at the time yeah and i st like i had to see you and granted i didn't see you much because you didn't come home a lot yeah but it still made it that much easier to close that door for me mm -hmm. if I didn't even see you. Yeah, if that's because you your stress response is flight. Where I'm like, nah, fight. Let me hit this head on. Let me talk about it. But it's hard to well, talk if somebody doesn't want to talk. But no, because you were, you were in flight mode at the time, too. 
Yeah, because you hated me. I didn't hate you. You, you hated me. Okay, we both disliked each other. We didn't. We said it was hate, and it wasn't real hate. It was confusion. Yeah, and frustration. But either way, it's like, what's the point of talking if you are not going to have a constructive conversation? Facts. So now that a year has gone by, and we realize, like, nothing's changed. It's still really not working. We care, but we can't exactly. put ourselves in that position anymore. So let's just have a conversation about it. You know, put everything on the table and move on. Yep. And I think that is what closure really truly is. Closure isn't come over and let's have sex and pretend like everything's okay. Yeah, don't don't do closure like that, y'all. Please. Don't it's do not it. Not healthy. Don't do it. Plus, dick night is gonna hit the same. I mean maybe a little bit, but it's gonna make you think about other things. Exactly. What's the point of being emotional and then you crying because he he didn't put his drawers on and you laying in the bed. Nah. Well, who's going to stay forever? I came over here for some <laughs> dick and closure. I just yeah. got the dick. Nah, a lot of that's, I think that's where a lot of people's mindset on closure is yeah. at. Oh, yeah, we just need to do this one last time. Yeah. And granted, that is nice, you know, because you feel that physical connection with somebody. Yeah. And when you love somebody so deeply, it's an intense physical connection. But that's just not the best way to go about it. No. And that's not my preferred way to go about it. Mm-mm. It's not my preferred way to go about it either. Sex is cool. It's fun. And it works out stress. But this is a situation that doesn't require sex. Yeah. It requires communication. And it's problem solving. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... You deserve, we deserve that mental relief. Like, I'm a why person. Like, why did this happen? When did this happen? What for did this happen? Like, and I want those questions answered so that I can take all this information and learn from it and grow from it. And move on. And move on to the next chapter because I feel like I want to be better versions of myself every time. And I feel like, yeah, if we might get back together, let's say two years from now, or if I'm in another relationship two years from now, I don't what want to take... What can I do to make myself better exactly. for that person? Exactly, and yeah. all this baggage. I feel like people deserve closure to let go of the baggage. Yeah. And stop projecting your insecurities on your next relationship because you feel like, dang, my last relationship ended like this, and I don't know why, but I don't, I'm, I'm on edge. Mm-hmm. And that's not healthy. At all. At all. And I think it's it's a, a common thing because people don't address the issues that they feel personally. Mm-hmm. Just like me, when I feel stressed out, I go to sleep. And I'm not addressing anything. And I'm waking up and I'm making the same mistakes. Mm. And I know I'm not the only person who tries to cope with things like that. And I realized recently that I don't need to cope I need to attack and adapt. Mm -hmm. So attack the feelings that I feel, overcome them, and then move on. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like you have to learn how to adapt in life. Life has too many curveballs and stressors and... The only thing consistent in life is change. That's the only thing. And either you're going to be consistent with it or you're going to get left behind. So which one? Got to keep up. And mm-hmm. I feel like relationships evolve because if you're not, life isn't stagnant. So you're 
you aren't stagnant your ideals aren't, aren't stagnant stagnant though your view on life isn't stagnant so of course your relationship is evolving and i feel like people are like i don't know how to cope with it so i'm just gonna ignore it even though their relationship has done a whole 360 360 gets you back to the same spot dang 180 <laughs> 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 the relationship then look flip turn twisted and tumbled. upside down Inside I like to out. just sit right there and <laughs> tell you how it became an entanglement. <laughs> People whole house on fire and they outside like it's warm. So I mean I feel like you have to have wait these a second, conversations. Wait a second. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What? I did not understand that reference. People house on fire. And you just sitting outside saying it's warm? Yeah, because the heat you feel the heat from the house. <laughs> okay. Right. Y'all, I have a dynamic brain, so sorry. Yeah. Um, it's like a bonfire. Your brain? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna miss being able to call your brain soft though. Man. That shit kind of funny. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um. I just feel like yes, closure is necessary, but you have to go about it in a different way. You can't say I want closure, but you're gonna go off and yell at the person the whole time. What is that solving? You're yeah. not communicating. Effective communication. I think the reason why we were able to come to this point is because we both realize that like we need to be calm and we need to say our piece. Yeah. Because it's hard to be calm, especially when you feel so deeply for somebody. Yeah. It's hard. But I think it's, for me, it's like, that's a lot of energy. And sometimes all that energy is because you haven't come to peace with it and come to terms with it, and you're fighting. You're not only Mm -hmm. fighting with yourself, but you're fighting with that person. And it's just like, the fight is over. What are you, what are you up at 10 for? So how do you tell other people when it's time to close the chapter in their life. Like, you can feel it in your own life, but, you know, somebody's situation can be different than yours. Well, I've only been in two relationships, including you. And my first relationship, it was more like, I was young, and it was the closure in the wrong way. Like, why, why, you know, trying to hold on, trying to hold on, fighting it. And that's when I realized, like, you know, it's kind of not worth it. Worth it. Um, but this go around, I'm like, I don't want to go through that. So I'm like, you know, it's not working. I don't know. I know it's not working. Let's just nip it in the bud and move on. Yeah. And I think it just depends on your, where you're at in life. Because you can't say, tell an 18 year old, like, unless they're really mature. Yeah. Don't go and fuck him for closure and don't go cry because it's not worth it. Because they're, they haven't experienced that pain or experienced that. And I feel like sometimes Sometimes you gotta go through that lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like closure is necessary. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes, like with your ghosting episode, sometimes you don't need to ghost. You need to say, look, I don't think that this is working anymore. See, I think the difference in closure and ghosting is that you get closure with somebody who you have built a bond with. You ghost somebody that you don't really have much with because it's easier to go and walk away that way. 
yeah, but then you got them insecure. Like, what did I do? Why he not talking to me? Why she not talking to me? Well, I guess I'm looking at closure in a different sense. Yeah. Because I'm thinking closure is like we sitting here laying everything on the line and saying we either going to do this or do that. Yeah. But with ghosting, it's like we weren't together for three years if we if I'm ghosting you. Because I don't feel the obligation to. I feel to, like even if it was a one night stand. No, nah, let me not say that. So, yeah, if it's a one night stand. Don't ghost me. You didn't put your whole. Ma, if you listening. Pause it. You didn't put your whole dick in me, and you gonna try to ghost me? I think the fuck not, you trick ass bitch. <laughs> like, that's disrespectful. So I'm gonna just tell say, you it was only gonna be one time? Yeah, hey, I, you know, I'm actually not vibing with you. I, niggas love that word. I'm not vibing with you. I just wanted to have sex. I just wanted to have sex. Boom. All right, dang. You could have told me in the beginning. But I feel like every. If I told you in the beginning, we probably wasn't gonna do it. So you concoursed me? Concoursed? What's the word? Coerced. You coerced me Mm-mm. by not saying that you? Nah, because I wasn't trying to tell you that we were going to be anything in the future. I wasn't leading you on to say that we was going to be something more than this. I was just taking it where the night went. I can see where that's coming from. I was just taking it. We, I was going off of your energy. You was going off of my energy. I thought this was what you wanted to. I don't know. But some people... Don't deserve an explanation either. Mm-hmm. Like you don't owe everyone an explanation. I'm grown. I can do what I want. But at the same time, but if you like, respect that person, then you like, yep. oh man. And that's where I'm coming from with the yeah. whole ghosting thing versus the closure thing. Yeah, I can understand that. Like you build that bond and that respect for and with somebody through that three year relationship, so you feel like it's more necessary to say, hey, this is it. Yeah, and this is why. Yeah. I think that that um I'm glad that we did what we did. And I'm glad that even through all the the heartache and the confusion that we figured it out. Because I was tired of feeling the way I was feeling. And yeah. I know you were too. That stuff is uneasy. And that's why I'm like... We were just heavy on ourselves. Yeah. What's the point of sticking around when you know? And it's just hope. But you know, like, this is not working. This is not healthy. Just like you were saying earlier, like, hope and optimism are two different things. Definitely. Hope it's is better it. to be optimistic than to be hopeful. Because if you're hopeful, you already have that feeling of that it's not going to work. But if you're optimistic, you're... More positive. I feel like, again, yeah, hope is like you always on hold of space when you hoping for something to happen. I hope this happens because I got a spot right here for it. But as you optimistic, it's like, hey, if it happens, it happens. But I'm not going to leave a space. I'm not going to sit around and wait. I'm not going to expect it. I'm just doing what I need to do. And if it comes in clashes, then all right. And that's the difference between me and you because... I can admittedly say I'm more hopeful than optimistic at times, um, just because, like, I know that I wanted it. Yeah. Cause you, um, I mean, just cause we are important to mm-hmm. each other, and I guess going from, come on, Lola, I guess going from like a romantic to a platonic thing was and is. A challenge. Yeah. 
so it's I think it's almost more difficult for me to sit here and close that space that I hold than it is to like keep it open. It's more it's easier for me to be like, okay. Maybe we'll see one day. Mm-hmm. And if it happens, I'm all for it. As opposed to closing that door and the space is gone. Yeah. But and I guess that's just because I got that love for you. Yeah. But I feel like that's why hope is give, it leads to be disappointed. Like, I hope I get this job. I hope I get this job. And if you don't, like, dang. And then you, you up wondering, like, what did I do wrong? Oh, I shouldn't have answered that question like this. And I feel like that's why you can't be hopeful for other people sometimes. Because... You don't know what they have going on. You don't know where they're moving. So you can't hope that they'll always be around. Mm -hmm. Life is weird, you know. God forbid, yeah, somebody can pass away. Or you get a job, move across the country. You can't hope for people to be in your life because people got other stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just glad that, um, that we are... Finally in a space where we can have this conversation and share it with others and be confident enough in ourselves that we, um, my bad y'all, my child in here acting up, but just being confident in ourselves enough to know that like, we're going to be good. Cause we, me and you are, we don't like to get super personal. And granted, this is, like, really personal. Mm -hmm. And we're telling a lot about ourselves and our relationship. Um, And I know you're holding back some stuff, and I am too. But um, it's it's nice to be in the space to where we can share it. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, a lot of people were kind of, like... I won't say disappointed, but like, whoa, why did they break up? Like, well, disappointed, yeah, for sure. Like, why didn't they tell us that y'all were single? It's December, and we just finding out, even though we broke up in July. <laughs> and um, and I just feel like people, even on social media, like when Will, people found out Will and Jada are not the it couple no more, I want to, I want love like Tiana Taylor. And it's like, why are y'all so hopeful for other people's relationships mm-hmm. or optimistic? That's weird. Because you don't know what's going on. That's weird. Yeah, because people really didn't know what we had going on unless we told them. Yeah. And I didn't tell that many people. Or unless Neither you follow you. my Finsta, but it's only like seven people who follow my Finsta. But it's just like still close people, close friends. Yeah. And I think that's another weird thing with me and you because we have so many mutuals. Yeah. So... We always, like, know, kind of, sort of. Or people people will ask you about me. Yeah. And people will ask me about you. Yeah. And it's like, I don't fucking know. And I just kind of know what to say because I feel like um, I don't want to... I'm not going to bash him in front of him, his friends or our friends. But my friends are like, man, no, nah, this nigga, he doing X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. But I feel like That's for the our same mutuals, way it's been. like, I don't want to sit here and and bash him or... Because I feel like it makes them awkward, feel awkward, because it's like, dang, I want to be friends with Sierra, but Josh, my homie, or vice versa. Yeah, and that's the thing. Um, I'm actually really proud, because I really don't do this anyway, but I know it happens, and I'm proud that I never bashed you and tried to diminish your light in other people's yeah. eyes. 
Yeah. Because I know that a lot of people do that when their relationships end. Mm-hmm. And what's the point? Like, you were with this person. You you claim that you had so much love for this person mm-hmm. and all this. And when somebody asks you about them, you'd be like, oh, fuck that bitch. Like, nah, come on now. Yeah. Somebody could ask me about you right now. And I'd be like, she's yeah. great. You know, she's fine. I don't know exactly what she got going on, but she's cool. Yeah. Oh, what's up with y'all? Somebody asked us recently, like, why are y'all not together? Like, why are you single? And I was like, this was before we had the discussion. But I was like, we're trying to figure it out. Yeah. I know I care for her and I know she cares for me, but we just can't seem to get on the same page. Mm-hmm. And I just left it at that. And they were like, oh, all right, cool. And I guess for somebody, they were probably expecting me to be like, nah, because that, that woman did this, she did that. Yeah. And it wasn't, it's, it's not that way at all. Yeah. And I think that's a lot, that shows a lot about us and like the mutual respect and admiration we have for each other. Yeah. I feel like um you have to have mutual respect. Because like like when I see my girlfriends like going through breakups and they boyfriend be like, Fuck that bitch, blah da da it's like and then they get back together, it's like Did you like did you really feel that way? Yeah. Yeah. But some people just do things out of anger and show out but it's like no you really meant that because you was holding that in so i mean i don't know i can't i'm not the love guru i'm not the relationship guru i'm still figuring out i don't even know where i want to work at i don't even know if i want to be married no i want to be married and i want to have kids you just decided that you wanted to have a child i know i know like 30 seconds ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. I think that with me, I don't chase romantic love. Yeah, I'm a lovey-dovey. I like it. And I like having somebody there. Yeah. And somebody who I know is always, like, in my corner. Yeah. In a romantic sense. I know I can always have somebody to count on. But I don't know anymore. I feel like I love love, and love is simple. Love is literally, if you love this person, you're going to do what you need to do to show it every day. Even if you can't can't show it every day, you fill that pot so much that if I miss a day of love, It's it's still there. It's still full. And I feel like people's egos and jealousy and insecurities get in the way of just loving people. Yeah, but you know, it's hard to let go of those like that ego and that like cause cause people have been hurt before and it's yeah. hard to let that baggage go mm-hmm. yeah it's hard to let that anxiety go and you fear that something will happen again yeah and whether it's your fault or not like you still fear that you'll end up getting hurt or this love that you have this deep intense love will end but I think everything ends, and well, I have that mindset where everything ends. So if you come into my life for two months, and I learned a lot of stuff in those two months, and it ends, that's what it's supposed because it was supposed to be. The universe is weird. Two months is a long time, too, actually. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't, time is weird. But I feel like the universe does things for a reason. It ends everything. Everything's going to end. Your life is going to end. Your job is going to end. Your parents' life is going to end. 
the flower is going to end. Like when you eat an orange and it fulfilled you, it's dead. It's ended. You don't be crying. That orange already did when you took it off the tree. (laughs) (laughs) But you don't cry about it. You say, dang, thank you. I'm full. On to the next. So I feel like with, with people in your life, you you learn, you live, you love, and if it ends, it ends. The but difficult with like with that analogy with the orange, you ate the orange and you're full. Mm-hmm. Sometimes something can end and you're empty. Yeah. And that's a tough spot that a lot of people find themselves in because they lose themselves and they feel empty. Yeah, and that's why I broke up with you because I was losing myself in our relationship because... Mm-hmm. I was giving so much love. And you didn't feel like you were getting it in return. Exactly. So if my output is more than my input, I'm lost and I'm empty. I hope that when people hear this, they stop asking me (laughs) and you why we broke up. Yeah, it's just... Stop asking us. Yeah. Please. Just uh, We're we're cool. We're friends. (laughs) We enjoy each other, but we can't get on the same page. It's like the same book. But I'm a chapter behind... Or I'll read ahead and you be a chapter behind. Yeah, yeah. So listen, y'all. Don't ask me no more questions about Sierra. Don't ask Sierra no more questions about me. Don't ask me about you anyways, because everybody that's on my timeline is just trying to fuck, if I'm being honest. (laughs) I had bitches after we broke up at the club like, yeah, John's just trying to holler at me. Me. You can have him. You can have him. He's for the streets. That nigga's a parking spot. Okay, chill on me. Park your chill car. On me, chill on me. I don't appreciate that. All right, I, I won't take it back, but I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> I don't appreciate that. <laughs> like, I'm not taking it personal, though, because I definitely dropped some. Exactly, exactly. And that's why I say, y'all, I'm not going to take it but back. But see, that's the thing, knows. though. That's the thing, though, because I'm doing that out I'm of hurt. a out of a empty space. Because I'm not, I wasn't fulfilled because I didn't have you. I wasn't fulfilled, and I was just trying to throw that, I guess. You're just trying to feel. And I think that's what's the problem with one-sided relationships is that when that when that plug unplugs out of the outlet, you're like, whoa, she not loving me. She not cooking for me. She not folding my clothes. She not doing nothing. You, you're like, I, what? You know, but it's like, no, what were you doing? You were just sucking the electricity out. That's it. And you were like, whoa, I'm hurt because I don't, I'm empty now. But you were empty because you were just receiving, you know? And yeah. I feel like love is I don't, know. Is I don't think I was game. empty because I wasn't, like, I was only taking, though. I felt like I was empty because I, I felt like I was empty because I had put so much focus into trying to get everything right and we were at a a weird transition phase we haven't even gotten out of a transition phase since since we graduated college we've still been like what is life Mm -hmm. and that's like then it was i guess it was hitting me a lot heavier because i wasn't stable Mm -hmm. and the one person that i knew i could hold stability in that wasn't even stable and i think i had got lost in the mix yeah, but I think that's what, like, when you get in a relationship, it's a balance. So if you have 10 pounds, make sure I have 10 pounds. Because you're not going to throw me off a loop 
But I don't want to give you 10 pounds because I know you got other stuff going on, Yeah, too. but your partner's weight is supposed to be your weight and vice versa. Like, that's what I believe. Like, that's what the relationship that I want and I am seeking is that I can transfer some of my weight so that we can be equal. So that if I have a stressful day, I want to turn my brain off, too. Or if I say, man, I got to do this, that, and that. And you say, all right, but what I need to do and vice versa. Because that's what relationships are are supposed to be. It's supposed to be mutual. Yeah. And we worked like that for a while. Yeah, for a while. And then it kind of got stagnant. And that's like... You that, know, was, that was our problem. We hate being still. Yeah. We hate being still. We can't be still. Because we'll just... Our brains will start to rot. Yeah. We can't be still at all. And that's what we were. We just got stuck in a rut and a routine. Yeah, but enough about us. I feel like... like yeah. We talking too much about us. We're, we're you are sl- talking. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, trying to, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm talking from experience. Yeah, but it's like you know, people. I no. don't know. People feel like they know you too much sometimes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I just feel like if next time people are, every relationship is not going to be perfect, but at least should be balanced. So if y'all want bullshit, bullshit together. You can't be on bullshit, and and I be on not bullshit. But that's just an entanglement. Well, we're gonna be tangled together. <laughs> I just I don't know, but I feel like, but that's why closure is important because you're like, what went wrong so that I can learn from it. Yeah. Yeah, cause I want to be from better. It and move on. I want to be better too. Yeah, I feel and like I- if I at the end of the week if I didn't learn anything. It wasn't a good week for me. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with being stagnant, how everybody is. Like, we're not moving, and a lot of people aren't learning. Yeah. That's you got to get out of your comfort zone. You got to get out of your comfort zone to, like, feel something else almost. Yeah. But I think that we, um, I think that we've learned a lot over the last three years. And our journey isn't over, because we still know each other. Yeah. Just... Differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, you know, when something changes, man, you just got to go with the flow. got to adapt. Adapt. got to persevere. Overcome. But I love love. I love it, too, when it's, when it's right. Yeah. I've only truly been in love with one person, and it was great when it was great. When it was, when it was good, I felt like Superman. <laughs> And it was when it was bad. I felt like the Joker. I mean, I felt like Harvey Quinn, a clown, exactly, <laughs> a destructive, a chaotic. Cause that's me, Professor Chaos. I hate that I gave you that nickname. And I'm a roll with it, cause it's yeah, true. Yeah. But I said I'm gonna take a class how to get away with chaos. <laughs> take the class. Teach the class. I'm gonna teach it. What um? What closing statements do you have? What closing statements do I have? I feel like when God is telling you to go on a different path, it's time to go on that different path. And I know that your mental is like, no, 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 let me fight, let me stay, let me do what I need to do. But sometimes God is trying to say, take that load off of you and guide you. And you just can't you just can't fight it anymore. You can't fight that current. And when it's time to close a, a door that doesn't necessarily mean lock it, but just move on. It's life is crazy. It's so many doors, so many passages, so many 
placements that you can be at that don't get hung up on one one experience and get the closure that you need to move on so that you don't live life with no regrets y'all no regrets no regrets no regrets <laughs> yeah i feel that i think with me um i had a discussion with my dad earlier this week and he said that excuse me he said that what is what is take care of yourself yeah like what is it gonna what are you gonna gain from being so burnt out mm-hmm. take care of yourself i know you love this person and i know you care but heartache ain't gonna fix nothing no i read this book it's called dang i wish i i wish i could tell you guys because it's actually a really really good book but it's like burnt to be burnt out means that you are pulling from a place that is not there anymore but the thing is you're not supposed to get burnt out like you're supposed to not by love no by anything that you do whether it be a job or a hobby you're not supposed to get burnt out because those things that you put yourself into are supposed to be from an ever-flowing fountain mm-hmm. that will, is constant. So that means if that fountain runs out, it wasn't meant for you. So stop trying to pour water back into it just so you have to take water back out to use it. So being burnt it's out not means your well. it's not your well anymore and it's time to move on. Yep. And also, a really good book, too, is Anxiety and Relationships. And it's not only for romantic relationships, it's for platonic, um, like your relationship paternal, with yourself too. Yeah, with yourself, like getting your inner voice to be strong, and it's free on Kindle and on Audible. It's not free on Audible, but it is free on Kindle. You can check it out on Apple Books too. I uh, yeah, it's really good. It's a quick read. I listened too. to the audio book. It was three hours. Yeah. I was at work. But be aware. Notes. Take notes yes. when you watch it. Yes, take notes and be aware that that. You gonna get read to filth, <laughs> like. Oh yeah, I was triggered. A, whoa, a little bit. I had to put the book in the freezer to cool down because it was too, <laughs> it was too hot. <laughs> I was like, I'm disrespected right now. But it's a really good book for self help, like, like you know, getting into relationships with other people, whether it be same sex, opposite sex, and how you can go about that. Yeah, it's all about helping yourself. Yeah. And right now, I think everybody needs to help themselves out. And stop taking stuff so serious and just live. Live in the present. Even though, you know, coronavirus got a lot of stuff messed up right now. This shit is real. You know, you still gotta enjoy today. (laughs) So, what you doing for your closure party? Uh, You know, Michael Jordan got some tequila, right? Mm -hmm. I bought a bottle. Okay. I know that all of this. You should just shut everything down. Mm-hmm. In think, Atlanta, you a cab resident. I think we're going to have a Zoom party. Oh, okay. That's going to be boring. I'm going to spin the block. Okay. That's going to be my closure party. Catch coronavirus if you want to. I hope you get shot on Edgewood. Take that back. <laughs> Maybe shooting way too much. That's not funny. Rest in peace, everyone who passed away on Edgewood the last two months. That, nah. that they freaking let the the streets open prematurely. I was out there. I ain't going to lie. It was fun. But y'all was wilding a little bit. Yeah, but no, I just feel like closure is essential. Yeah. It and it helps as much as it's gonna hurt. 
it's gonna help even more. Yeah. Cause you get that peace of mind. Like you're gonna, of course, you're gonna still need to, to adapt and adjust and cope in the in the productive ways that you like to cope. But it's still something that needs to be done when you realize there's nothing more that can be done. Yeah. But I appreciate you for coming on my show. I appreciate you for having me. I appreciate you for this constructive conversation. And hopefully it helps some people do what they need to do. To don't, be who they need to be. Yes, don't let your boyfriend get away of finding y'all husband. And don't just have one girlfriend. Don't, yeah, don't have just one boyfriend. If you aren't ready to settle down, bro, you ain't ready to settle down. Date. I love dating. It's fun. But you gotta be honest too, y'all. Be honest. Please be honest. Yeah, you gotta be honest. Especially if you're sticking your pee pee or putting that thing on them. Dropping that dude. Eh? Alright, y'all. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the episode and I hope you found some mental and emotional clarity. Thank you for listening. Hey guys, it's Sierra here, owner of Sacred Roots. We are a small business that makes homemade soy wax candles that are infused with natural fragrances and also topped with crystals to help with your mental and physical well-being. I'm also a uh, small metaphysical store that is focused on selling items that can help cleanse your home, such as sage, and I sell jewelry like uh, evil eye beads. So check me out at lovesacredroots.com on all platforms.